Welcome to the Experience Evolution from Journey. We'll bring you insights from those in the industry, share discussions on how to best communicate and create memorable experiences for customers, and give you the best tools to thrive. Hello and welcome to the Experience Evolution brought to you by Journey. My name is James Kent and joining me today are my two guests. Nick Barnes and Sean Jones. Nick is the Practice Director for Financial Services at Journey, and Sean is the Senior Assistant Vice President of Marketing and User Experience at Redstone Federal Credit Union. Today, we're going to discuss current digital banking trends and the future of physical branches. What does that balance look like today in a post-pandemic world? Let's find out. Nick and Sean, welcome to the show. How are you both doing today? Very well. Thank you for having us. Yeah, doing great. Thanks. Sean, uh, Redstone Federal Credit Union is located throughout the Tennessee Valley, correct? How has your business changed in the past 18 months? Uh, the most significant change we've seen, um, obviously, as a result of COVID, is individuals looking for an opportunity to bank in, uh, you know, from the comfort of their home, uh, more of a remote fashion. Uh, or if they're not uh, doing it from the you know comfort of their home, it's in a way that they they deem uh, safe for themselves. So we've seen a a fairly significant increase in the use of ITMs, which is our interactive teller machines um, that allows members to do all, virtually all of their banking without needing to come into a branch. Um, and then obviously there's been a significant explosion in the volume of uh, mobile banking and digital banking that's taking place. So you would say that that was probably the most significant changes you've seen in the way your members bank today than they did prior to the pandemic? That's correct. Um, our Gen Y, Gen Z audience, they've always been fairly uh, fluent technically. Uh, but what we've seen is uh, a certain demographic of our Gen X members and certainly the greatest generation and our uh, boomer generation, their adoption of digital services, uh, mobile banking, digital banking, um, or like I said, their ITM banking has definitely uh, increased over that time. So at the beginning of the summer, I, I think many were feeling positive that we were seeing the decline of uh, COVID-19 cases, restrictions were being lifted, age group of uh, 12 to 16 became eligible to receive vaccinations, people were feeling overall more comfortable returning to places like physical branches to do their banking. And then in August, when it became clear that the Delta variant was highly contagious and was breaking through to those who were vaccinated and was having a devastating impact on those who weren't, uh, suddenly we find ourselves in a situation where we need to reimagine processes. And obviously, banking is a necessity. Uh, people need to continue banking. But one thing the pandemic shown us, we don't necessarily have to bank the same way. So what are we seeing both from a digital standpoint and inside the branch uh, to handle this shift in banking behaviors? Um, and I'll throw this one to Sean first, and then I'd like to also hear from Nick. Uh, so behaviorally, one of the things that um, was a significant change for us was the uh, wider adoption of um, even uh, appointment setting. You know, prior to a lot of individuals would come in uh, if they had to wait, you know, a little bit to see an MSR or if they had a particular representative they wanted to work with, they, they didn't mind hanging out, having a cup of coffee. Um, you know, they, they chat with other members. Um, that's changed significantly, you know. So, uh, again, what we're seeing is individuals that if they choose to come into the branch, they're definitely doing it in a more streamlined fashion. They want to come in, take care of their business and move on with the day. Uh, but they're, we're also finding that they're realizing that uh, the branch 
for all intents and purposes, doesn't have to be the brick and mortar location anymore. You know, they're able to do a lot of branch style visits, you know, using televisits, uh, using ITM services, and that's starting to get wider and wider adoption. Um, that's that's continues to be an area that we're going to focus on. And, and we really expected that as the pandemic started to ease off, uh, you know, in the spring of this year, we would see a return of individuals kind of coming into the branches, uh, resuming their their old way of doing things. And we really didn't see that. Um, you know, we had some small segments that they resumed business as usual. But for the most part, they found that uh, they were able to do services, um, you know, whether it was direct deposit or remote deposit capture, whether it was, uh, again, video banking. Once they realized the benefits of it, they really didn't want to give up those benefits. You know, it was really a lot of time back to them that they that they saw value in. Well, uh, I couldn't agree more. I think at the start of the pandemic, many members and customers wanted to be as safe as possible. And that drove a lot of online banking behavior. There were many people who couldn't physically go into a branch for health reasons or safety concerns. And they quickly adapted to do what they needed to online. And it's why we've seen digital transformation skyrocket so quickly and really have such a profound impact on the industry. And so now that we're 18 plus months into this, and and as you say, with the recent surge in the Delta variant, I think everyone is looking for options to continue to bank safely. However, that doesn't mean that customers don't still prefer coming into a branch for certain banking needs. What we're seeing and hearing now is focused on customer safety and giving them access to the services they need quickly and easily. And so, they're depending on their bank or credit union to provide that safe lobby and you know a smooth flow of traffic. And they want to know they can easily meet with an employee. And so appointments, whether remote video appointments, in-person, have helped customers connect with their banks in a safe way during the pandemic. But despite the acceleration of appointment scheduling solutions during COVID-19, eight out of 10 of the largest banks were already using online appointment setting prior to the pandemic. And what have been a key way to personalize financial services and give customers and members the experience they want. And so a huge trend from the pandemic, as Sean says, has been connecting virtually, remote work, telehealth appointments. Some of these things many of us were familiar with before, but now it seems like everyone across every demographic is comfortable with this. And it often you know, shows they prefer it. And in fact, a recent study from uh, Vonage shows that globally consumers are now using video calls to communicate with businesses and services 67% more than they were a year ago. And so from a banking perspective, video appointments and meetings mean that the customers and members can avoid the hassle of drive time, traffic lines, queues, waiting in lobby. We've also seen a trend, an increase in virtual queuing for lobby management. And that's basically where customers can add themselves to a virtual queue for a specific banking service and receive a text message or email letting them know it's their turn to meet with a bank employee. This has just been another great way banks and credit unions are improving experiences. Well, you just gave me a lot to digest. And I was going to ask this question because I didn't have an answer. And maybe I kind of do now. Do we need a physical branch? I mean, have the digital technologies and adoption reached a point where just like cable, many people have cut the physical cord. Uh, and I'm sure in banking, that's been the case for a lot of people. But is there still a place in the future for the traditional physical bank? 
branch? Or do we see a move more and more towards these online methods, such as online appointments, uh, becoming the standard when you need to interact with someone? I mean, again, uh, Sean, you mentioned it too, where people are getting comfortable thinking about the branch in a different way. I think you're always going to have certain services um, that individuals are going to find comfort in talking to an individual on. Um, you know, we have a, a uh, outside of even demographics, um, and this kind of spreads across from baby boomers down to even Gen Z, uh, things like fraud. You know, there's there certain times if, if there's been a you know fraudulent activity, um, they want to talk to somebody. You know, we find that oftentimes they want to they want to talk to somebody in person, you know, they need, hmm. uh, doesn't necessarily mean it's tactile, but they, they want to have a conversation with an individual, um, and make sure that they understand what they're going through, you know, so we have certain individuals that will handle that virtually. Um, uh, but that's a great example. Um, outside of that, there's certain regulations that still require a web signature, you know, so, um, in, in some cases there, you know, you may still have to come in for certain things. Uh, we find that regardless of pandemic, uh, safety deposit boxes. You know, we have a, a significant uh, backlog in individuals that really want say, access to safety deposit boxes. Mm. Um, you, you know, you just can't do that virtually. Um, so that's something that, um, you know, we're always quite surprised to see, um, you know, how popular there are, how many individuals still want those. Um, and outside of that, we also see a lot of, particularly from a youth market perspective, um, despite, you know, uh, particularly the younger uh, Gen Z individuals, they're very comfortable technologically speaking, but their parents may not be. Uh, when they bring them in and they want to open up their first account, talk to them about finances to help them make deposits, oftentimes that takes place in a branch. Um, now, we're finding that some of them, they're willing to do those things uh, virtually, you know, virtual appointment. Uh, but many of them still really like to come in. You know, I, I think we're we're probably uh, quite a ways off from actually eliminating the branch in a whole, at least, um, you know, for a significant volume of the market segment. Yeah. So here's the thing. We've all seen news of branches closing and, and heard about the death of the branch. And from my perspective, and what I know working closely with credit unions and banks every single day, is that branches still have a purpose. To Sean's point, they are an extremely important part of any banking strategy. Because many customers and members still prefer to bank in person. Some people might want to do everything at a physical location. Some might want to come in to just discuss loan options, um, but are completely comfortable opening a new account online. And of course, there are some customers and members who would prefer to do everything online. The point is that each and every single customer's journey is now unique. And to completely forego physical branches means you are not taking your entire customer base into account. And so customers want hybrid banking experiences, and, and that means providing options for them both on and offline. Of course, there is a trend towards less physical branches. So it is also about evaluating performance across branches and ensuring a cohesive experience across online and digital channels. Where are your top performing or most traffic branches? What services need to be provided and what languages need to be spoken? You want to accommodate the needs of your customers as much as possible, but remain operationally efficient. So this might mean looking into hybrid banking trend of virtual branches, taking the same employees, making them available to customers in that same community, but translating it to an online environment. And this does take thought and effort to make it seamless for the customer, but it's possible because some of the top banking customers we work with are, are already doing this. 
You know, it's really fascinating, uh, this idea of the, you know, the hybrid banking trends. And obviously, I mean, and Sean, you were just pointing out that some consumers are more comfortable conducting some of their banking business online, but other tasks they want to do in person. What else is going on in, say, the, the physical space that branches? And what, uh, what else do you see in the future? Like we, we've talked a little bit about maybe less physical branches, but what about the footprint? of the traditional banking branch. Is that being reimagined as well as sort of the size and scope of what is needed for the future of the physical bank? Yeah, that that's a great question. You know, we, we've explored a lot of different iterations on that. And what we found is that some of the older model of, you know, a large footprint with a lot of uh, individuals sort of sitting in their office or their cubicle waiting for somebody to come in, we're definitely seeing a, a change there. You know, part of it's uh, customer driven, you know, members don't like to walk in, uh, and see that you, they've got employees just standing around or waiting right. to serve the next customer. Uh, there's the belief that that time could, and, you know, could be better served elsewhere. Uh, members, particularly for credit unions are also very sensitive that it's, it's member money that pays for a lot of their salaries. So, you know, that if, if they come in and it doesn't seem as though those individuals are busy, even though they've mer- they may very well be, you know, it can create friction. It can be a, a negative experience. So what we've started to do is to really focus our footprint on um, dedicated spaces for a more personalized uh, experience with those members. You know, touching on, you know, something that Nicholas said, there, there are certain members that, you know, whether you're coming in due to, you know, you want to buy a home or you may be looking at a business loan. You know, there's there's certain individuals that are going to look for a more personalized experience. And when it comes to credit union members in particular, they are definitely tuned in and wanting that experience versus just, you know, sort of your, your generic credit card, if you will, which could be almost entirely be done, you know, digitally. That has allowed us to reduce the size of the overall footprint, but also provide dedicated space for uh, our, our communities outside of just banking. You know, now we've provide space so that uh, if community leaders need working space, if they need meeting space, chamber of commerce individuals, you know, we have a lot of dedicated space that we're able to give back to our membership and allow them to make use of many times at no cost to themselves as a perk of, of that membership. So um, your your actual footprint may not be significantly smaller from, you know, looking from the outside, but how it's utilized inside has changed rapidly over the last 18 to 24 months. Well, yeah, I mean, I know the findings of this hybrid banking research, and it really does prove what we've just been discussing around the importance of physical branches. But that, that research shows that 45% of bank customers would prefer meeting with an agent in person. And the top reasons for that, to Sean's point, is wanting to discuss mortgages, home equity loans, small business loans, commercial real estate loans. And this shows that even though a lot of this can be done online now, people still value in-person connections. They want to be able to physically sit down with an expert to discuss options. Again, every journey will be different and finding a balance between digital and physical and humanizing those connections, wherever they take place, that's the important point here. Well, I mean, from my standpoint, I can tell you that I've experienced, I think, every aspect of this hybrid banking in the past 18 months. Uh, you know, I, I belong to a credit union. I, I've had the branch that was closest to me uh, shut down. It was a small branch in favor of the larger branches that were in town. I've had to go in to do some banking. I've had an online appointment. Um, so, I mean, I've run the gamut of all things. And then even in the branch that left my local, they what they did was is they left the uh, frictionless options 
there so that I could do banking still, like uh, get money from the cash machine, drop off deposits and other methods. Um, so they've already been reimagining as well. Uh, I, I definitely think this has been a fascinating discussion. And I think if one thing the pandemic's taught me don't predict the future too far ahead because things are rapidly changing, if not day to day, at least week to week. But uh, before we wrap up today's conversation, is there anything else you'd like to add on this topic of digital banking trends and uh, online appointments and uh, physical branches? Yeah, I would love to touch on a couple of items here. So at Journey, we're, of course, focused on helping banks and credit unions build better customer relationships and personalized banking experiences. And I cannot emphasize enough how important that personalization is in today's world. The hybrid banking research we just discussed found that 69% of bank customers have considered switching banks because they couldn't get personalized service. And for millennials, the number one reason why they consider switching banks is unhelpful customer service. If you aren't providing this personalized service, both online and in branch, and engaging your banking customers, they will find another place to bank. It really boils down to that. And also, and I think we've mentioned this in our previous conversation, James, but it's so true across the board, no matter what industry you're in, the huge importance of recognizing the impact technology can have on your business and improving the customer experience. Technology isn't meant to be a replacement for human-to-human connection, rather a way to complement human interactions and really empower your colleagues to feel confident in what they're doing and how they're building relationships with customers. Along with evaluating your digital and impersonal services and how you want to move forward with physical branch locations, you also need to think about your tech stack and how it will enable you to do this well and put your customers at the centre of everything you do. With that said, I'm really excited about where the industry is headed, which is the pursuit of providing seamless omnichannel experiences for customers and employees. And Sean, how about you? Any last thoughts on digital banking uh, that you'd like to share? I think the biggest thing I'd like to add is this is this last 18 to 24 months has really given us the opportunity to focus on what's personal for our membership, um, whether they're members, whether they're potential customers, um, that's bleeding a lot into individualized, personalized experiences. Uh, some of that's going to be in branch. Some of that's going to be through digital, uh, through appointment setting, et cetera. Um, but it's moving out of that, even into the way we market to individuals, uh, the end of way we try to look at uh, membership acquisition. Um even the services and the member give back we do in terms of whether it's rebates or refunds, that's all starting to really allow us to talk to individuals on a unique one-to-one basis, even if it's digitally, to try to restore some of that familiarity they may have had pre-COVID. Excellent stuff. My guests today have been Nick Barnes, Practice Director of Financial Services at Journey, and Sean Jones, the Senior Assistant Vice President of Marketing and User Experience at Redstone Federal Credit Union. Sean, if folks want to learn more about the services and offerings at the Redstone Federal Credit Union, they should go to redfcu.org, correct? That's correct. All right. And Nick, if folks are looking for solutions for scheduling and managing personalized experiences, the best place for them to start is journey.com. That's J-R-N-I.com, correct? Yes, that's correct. Go to journey.com. Excellent. Sean and Nick, thank you so much for your time and your insights today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for watching this episode of the Experience Evolution brought to you by Journey. 
We sure do appreciate your support. And if you'd like more great content, make sure you subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And you can also find our show at journey.com slash podcast. We'll be back with more great shows. But until then, I'm your host, James Kent, saying so long. And let's talk again soon.